Montreal is favored by three at home over the Hamilton Tiger Cats in the Eastern semifinal. Deal or no deal? No deal. I picked Hamilton to win the game outright, and I think they will. They're hot, and I think they're headed to the Great Cup. The BC Lions are favored by 2.5 at home over the Calgary Stampeders in the Western semifinal. Deal or no deal? You know what? I'm going to take the deal. It's Amar Doman. He's got me pumped. This is the Rod Peterson Show. All right, welcome to the RP Show, everybody. It's hour two. We're coming in hot. It's a show we affectionately call Football Friday. Coming to you from Great Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination, and we love it here. I think it is our twentieth week. I got to. I think twentieth week here in this twenty twenty two calendar year, and we love it as we bring in our COO Lee Genier. So far on this Football Friday, we've been talking National Football League, NCAA Football Week. 10 college football yes canadian football league and some nhl's been sprinkled in as well i i have to say this two nhl notes we're trying to keep it to football today but it is a canadian based show for the moment for at least a few more weeks so hockey's got to be number one and tom cochran will be joining us later people are starting to congregate here and you see that oh yeah in the front of the stage to get a look at the rock icon tom cochran my phone's been blowing up for 48 hours since we announced Tom Cochran's going to be on the show with uh, personal messages and greetings and stories. And I'm like, well, come on down to the Gray Eagle. Buy a ticket. Go to the show. There are just a few left for tonight at the event center. So there's people asking about the Winnipeg Jets and the Montreal Canadiens and also Ryan Reynolds potentially buying the Ottawa Senators. So to pump the brakes, my take on the Jets' Habs is this. Enjoy the hockey while you can in all these markets. People are writing me saying, do you think the New Jersey Devils are for real? I'm like, I don't know. Ask Stuart Skinner. Yeah. It's the first time we had a chance to really watch them in Edmonton last night, and they pants the Oilers. They're going to be here in Calgary tomorrow night, and I think I'm going to go to that game because it's the last of the Flames uh, homestand. But just enjoy the hockey. The Jets are a good team. You can say what you want about Paul Maurice if you want, but his Panthers pulled off a big comeback win in San Jose last night. So just enjoy the hockey day by day. It is what it is. A guy was sitting in front of me last night, Lee, at the Saddle Dome, about my age, and two little girls with him, and they're eating popcorn. They had their hair in pigtails. They're not even watching the game, which is fine. But I'm like, why wouldn't you go to a Wranglers game or a Hitman game or a Pats or a Wheat Kings? It's way cheaper. <laughs> but it's the aura of the National Hockey League. So he's bringing his little girls up as Flames fans. It's cool, but hella expensive. Expensive night. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's got the cheese to do it. Hey, did I not see on social media you were hanging out with Brett Wilson? Oh, yes. Yes, I was. Um, And I went up to him. He is a part owner of the Nashville Predators, oil and gas magnate, and friend of yours, right? You're kind of teeing me up on that. You act like, like you know him pretty well, don't you? Sure. Yeah. You guys have been in the city together a long time. Star of the Dragon's Den. And for our U.S. viewers, that's like Shark Tank, what you have on ABC. They got Dragon's Den up here. And he's from Saskatchewan. I'm from Saskatchewan. We connected. We bonded. And then it triggered a whole lot of people that we were hanging out. And I don't understand that. If you were that easily triggered, you got to look in the mirror and say, what's wrong with you? That seeing two guys hang out that are from the same place that our friends trigger you. What's wrong with people when that happens? Oh, people love to, you know, they get on. And he, he's pretty vocal on social media. He's an oil and gas guy. And, you know, you got people going in every which direction. So, hey, bring it on. Yes. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, our poll question, let's get to that for Capital Automall, Universal Collision Center. Capital has dealerships all across the Canadian prairies and uh, the state of California. Who will win this weekend's Canadian Football League semifinals? The home teams are favored. Hamilton at Montreal in the Eastern semifinal. Calgary Stampeders at BC Lions in the West. And uh, I voted for Montreal and Calgary to win. I'm not sure who's leading on the poll, but that's on Twitter and Facebook or Twitter and YouTube. You can vote there. Who did you pick as winners? I picked Hamilton and BC. So. Okay, fair. Uh, so vote on that just for fun's sake on a very busy sports weekend. Uh, this is the time of show getting into hour two where I kind of lose track. There's so much going on. We've talked about so much. But we sit here right now, and I'm ashamed at the amount of time we've spent on this and have had to spend on this, that the Canadian Football League has yet to announce the halftime performer for their championship. Today's the fourth. The game is in 16 days. Yeah, and if it hasn't been announced yet today, I mean, it's 1 o'clock Eastern. Um, I highly doubt it's going to be announced today. So that puts, puts them in the next week. So I, maybe the whole thing that they're not announcing is their way of building excitement. So, Well, you're pretty good at that. You're pretty good at building excitement. Is this how you would do it? Uh, well, it wouldn't be necessarily the way I do it. But you know what? It has more people talking about the CFL than I've seen in a long time because they haven't announced it. Mm-hmm. So maybe it is that reverse psychology saying, hey, let's, let's wait until the last possible moment. And, you know, everybody's been throwing everything out from Ann Murray to the Sheepdogs to Luke Combs to Brett Kissel. So, hey, let's see what they come up with. I'm, you know, bet Regal should have a hell of a line on this. And, hey, we'll see what happens, right? I got a big uh, money guy who's writing me right now from the U.S. South. That's all I'll say. With regards to the rumor of Ryan Reynolds buying the Ottawa Senators, to paraphrase, he's saying they want one guy. The NHL and all these leagues would prefer one guy, not a piecemealed together ownership group. And I could see that, can't you? Well, I mean, you know what? As long as you have one voice, I mean, there's a lot of groups that own teams now. I mean, when you start to look at the price of teams, you know, there's always generally a group in there, right? Um, You know, Ryan Reynolds is part ownership of Rexham. You look at a lot. um, Lewis Hamilton is part owner of the Denver Broncos. So you really, you know, Steve Nash is part owner of the Whitecaps and a couple of teams, uh, football teams, soccer teams uh, in Europe as well. So, I mean, hey, it just brings a lot of celebrity status to it. So, you know, sure, it's nice to have one voice, but, you know, to be realistic, you look at some of the prices, you know, and, and I think I sent you yesterday the evaluations of some of So what is the Ottawa Senators worth? Um is it five hundred and sixty-five million? I think I sent you. It's, you know, on Sportsnet, uh, they reported it's worth a billion dollars. So I don't know what the selling price would be. Uh, I guess it's whoever you know, it's whatever somebody's willing to, pay. willing to pay. What did the Los Angeles Clippers go for to Steve Ballmer? Yeah, oh, I think two billion. Two billion. Yeah. Yeah. So it's again, it's whatever somebody's willing to pay. Um, so we sit here and we wait to see who the Grey Cup halftime act will be. I was saying an hour ago that I had a real universe karma feeling from the moment I woke up today 
I had a text message from Cody Fajardo, who, by the way, said he's looking forward to coming on this show next. He is the probably exiled quarterback of the CFL Saskatchewan Rough Riders, formerly of the Oakland Raiders for a time and the Nevada Wolfpack. And then we had his former Nevada teammate on here, John Bender. It's just wild how things are coming together and everybody is uh, getting along great. Kumbaya, my lord. Tom Cochran coming up in hour two, by the way. But we looked at last night's sports. Let's look at today's. We got an NHL game facing off right now in Finland. Columbus versus Colorado. How are you about North American leagues playing in Europe? You must be all about that. Yeah, I mean, it, you know what? It just it builds some excitement because it's just it's in Europe, and you're going to have a lot of people like the um, the viewership for these games are actually going to be hey pretty big because uh, it's the only thing happening during the day. It's a Friday morning game, Friday afternoon game, depending where you're at. So it's going to be big. Yeah, people I, love them. It's like the NFL and in, in going to England. Those the viewership for those games are through the roof. Uh, yes, you get the NFL playing over there, the NHL playing over there. It's just how Lee got me onto when he was the president of the Rush National Lacrosse League team. He said, "Come on up and give us a try," because you knew it was a good product. I did. Yeah, and I went up there and I was hooked. And that's what the NHL and NFL are doing over there in Europe. I love it. Uh, also, the other only other game tonight is Buffalo at Carolina in the National Hockey League. And I'll get to some of these other sports games tonight in a moment. But uh, regarding that halftime act, I mean, come on. Come on, CFL. Come on. We love them, but come on. It's like Kevin, uh, the medium, my good friend, writes in. He says, the Grey Cup 109 committee, that's this year's, are the most brilliant or the most incompetent ever? I want them to explain why they waited. I want to believe they did this on purpose. But dot, 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 it's become a major thing. A major thing. Yeah. Well, that's where they go. The reverse psychology. Let's not announce it. Why would you open yourself up to such ridicule and scorn? Well, you know, they haven't had the best week um, with the all-star tabulations and this. I think it's just, uh, you know, it's been a, it's a bad look for them, whatever way you want to cut it. I don't think they're in a position where they should be adding to that. Um, it, again, it's just a bad look. We've spent a lot of time, by the way, last hour examining this weekend's Semifinals, so we're going to move on a little bit here. It is 11 11 Mountain, as pointed out by my cousin Christine in Medicine Hat. So we're definitely on the right track. Looking ahead to tonight's games uh, in the NBA, the Raptors continue their Texas road trip there at Dallas. They spanked the Spurs by, a, by 43 points the other night. You worked in pro basketball. That is like a massive beatdown. Man, it is. I don't know what the NBA record for a beatdown is, but 43 points? Are you kidding? That's, uh, that's pretty significant. That's a, it's, a big, it's a big run. I mean, you, you're letting guys run all over you at that point. Like, you know, the offense is just having its way with the other team. So. Yeah. Uh, college football tonight. Duke at Boston College. UMass at UConn. That's Connecticut, not the Canadian Territory. UMass at UConn. And Oregon State at Washington. Just three games tonight on college football. 
I'll be honest, I am really getting excited. I mentioned at the Saddle Dome the other night, the media was saying, you know, when are you going back to Florida? Are you excited to go back to Florida? What's going on in Florida? And I said, high school football playoffs, big into, got some buddies coaching there, and college football bowl season. You've been to a bowl game? Uh, I've been to a lot of college games, just never to a bowl game. So. It's another level. And our U.S. viewers would understand that. Some of the big college games this weekend, Georgia home to Tennessee, Bulldogs favored by eight, Alabama taking on LSU, the Tide favored by 13 and a half, Clemson at Notre Dame, Clemson favored by three and a half. It is a time of year that should belong to football. Do you feel that it does? And the States all year does. It it is for sure. Like, I mean, you've got... You've got some, you know, it's, a, I'm going to say a little bit of an off year for the NFL. So I think college ball right now is actually it a little bit. It feels bigger. like they're not pulling away necessarily, but I'm with you. Why do you think that is? Hey, I, I, last year, NFL, great, right? And some big primetime games. And then this year, it's this college, you know, and, and I think people, you know, people really can gravitate to their college teams um, for so many reasons, right? And then the energy around it as well. There seems to be less politics around uh, the college game as there is in the NFL. So people are just in there just to enjoy it. So, um, hey, I love it as well. Well, What's the question that I get? And by the way, Tom Cockburn coming up here in the next segment. I get it a lot. For people that don't understand, and I don't necessarily know the question because I haven't been in the States for a long time, but, and maybe our U.S. viewers right now, you can follow us on Twitter at Rod Peterson at Lee Genia. You answer me this Why is college football so massive? And we're talking about not just TV ratings, but the attendance. 100,000 showing up in Knoxville, Tennessee, you know. Uh, at Notre Dame games, you name it, any one of those stadiums, the big house in Michigan. And what is, and I've put that to some football people and they say, because it's their NFL in Clemson, in Auburn, in Tuscaloosa. Would that be the best answer for it? It is like, I mean, there's only so many games down there, right? So, I mean, all week, you know, and traditionally Saturday, everybody is traveling, like, it is, like I say, you're 100,000 people, right? There's no, generally, there's only two um, stadiums in the U.S. where you can buy booze actually in the stadium. So everybody's tailgating for like two days before. Well, one of them might be Howard Schnellenberger Stadium in Boca Raton, Florida, because I was at the games this year for the FAU Owls and they were selling beer and I wasn't buying it. But I was, it was, it was an hour and a half weather delay. I don't know how we are about this period of time and safety, COVID aside. We're sitting there, hour and a half delay for FAU. Can't remember who they were playing. I'm like, there's not even a cloud in the sky. And they're delaying the game because of the potential of the weather system in the area. You know, in the 90s, we're playing. Hey, man. We, uh, <laughs> if lightning hits a light standard, that sucks to be you. I had to stand out in the parking lot with a, with a metal rod just to... <laughs> See if it was alive. You're Doc from Back to the Future. I've only been hit by a lightning like 11 times. Darren in Salt Lake City, rallying to the cry, says tradition, pageantry, and huge alumni bases. From Don Mitchell, our Navy friend, the alumni culture in the U.S. is incredibly strong down there. From Sandusky, Ohio, bro, that's one of the accounts watching. He says, the 
Ohio State University. And let's talk about the horseshoe. It is the largest stadium, is it not, in the United States? 110,000? 110,000. In Columbus, Ohio? Yep. And that's why I don't want to sit here and uh, kick any more sand in the face of the Canadian Football League. However, we had pageantry, tradition, and we'll see what happens this weekend with the games and the attendance because, as I often say, this is where the Canadian Football League shines, playoffs in the Grey Cup. Eric Thomas, Ticats fan watching, he says, college football is culture. And I'm really loving like, sticking my toe into it, Ooh. but it's like putting your toe in the undercurrent of the ocean. <laughs> you get sucked down fast in a good way. I mean, the yeah. second they realize you want to talk about college football down there, you're good. Away they go like a team of horses. We're going to take a break. It's hour two of a football Friday, talking a lot of football here today. And we anticipate Tom Cochran, the rock legend, will be joining us live at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. We'll be right back on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. It is the RP Show. How about that? We're live from uh, Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. That spot on the right side of your screen, if you're watching on television, is the place to be tonight for the Tom Cochran Tour Kickoff Concert here. There are still a few tickets available, but you can enter now by texting tickets to 902-518-3033. You would help to be in the Calgary area. And you can be headed to the concert tonight. We're going to randomly uh, pick a winner, and the winner will be notified after the show, right after the show, so you can make your plans. And I've got been informed by the Great Eagle staff that Tom Cochran is a little delayed, 10 minutes behind, but he will be here potentially in this segment, and we'll have a live handoff between he and our COO, Lee Genier. And just before we bring Lee back in, a sports update on this Friday. The NHL's Ottawa Senators are on the market. The board of directors of Send Sports and Entertainment says a process has been initiated for the sale of the of the group. The team must remain in Ottawa as a condition of the sale. Send's owner Eugene Melnick died on March 28-62 after battling illness. Uh, the Toronto Raptors finish off a two-game Texas road swing. As we said tonight, they visit the Dallas Mavericks. Raps 5-3 following that beatdown of the Spurs in San Antonio the night. And it's a travel day for the Astros and Phillies in the World Series. It resumes Saturday at Minute Maid Park in Houston. The Astros can wrap it up with a home win. This sports update is brought to you by Ballers Rec Room, which, by the way, Ballers Rec Room and Twisted Tea is hosting the biggest and best party during Grey Cup week, featuring players on the Grey Cup, Friday, November 18th. Get your tickets today at eventbrite.com. Breaking news joining us will be CFL great Charleston Hughes and Major League Baseball World Series champion Greg Zahn. Again, eventbrite.com. Look up Ballers Rec Room. All right. Lee Genier's here, and um, I never really know... I guess the viewers are interested in what we like to talk about, and that's our listeners in Atlanta as well. I guess they're interested in what we're interested in, and this senator's owners, uh, senator's ownership is a thing. And the Washington Commanders has more interest than I would have thought. Lee, 
Because oh. I thought they only cared about what goes on on the field, you know? No, I mean, you know what? You look at it. You know, now the team is for sale. So, you know, we've been following uh, a few weeks ago. Dupes and I spent an entire show just talking about the Washington Commanders and what, you know, dirt, you know, Dan Snyder has on all these owners. And he's got it on, on um, the commissioner. So somebody blinked, right? And so now the DOJ down there is apparently saying that Dan Snyder is being investigated for financial impropriety. So, hey. You know what? Somebody blinked. Somebody played the wrong hand. And uh, now it's leading to the sale of the commanders. So that's it. That's all that it takes. That seems like they would have done that a lot in time ago if they really wanted him out of the NFL, though, is my question on that. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think things have come to a head, right? Um, You know, is when Dan, when he's coming out and talking personally, saying he's got dirt on all these owners, um, you know, that that's when it's getting ugly. So, you know what? It's there's a lot of powerful guys down there, as you know, and and nobody wants the the NFL has been through enough. Uh, I don't think they want another black eye. So they probably said, hey, man, um, we're not going to do this. This is what's going to happen. Now the DOJ is is involved amidst all these other accusations of people have against Dan Snyder. So it's not a good spot for him. It's not a good spot for the NFL. So they're saying, hey, let's get you out. Despite all the foibles and the squabbles and problems the NFL's had, they still continue to grow ratings wise, revenue wise. So I, I do think there's a lot of an attitude there that we're bigger than anything has proven that they are uh, regarding college football versus NFL. And for that matter, CFL Reg Dunlop watching. I don't think that's his real name, but he says people's loyalty to their college is bigger than for an NFL team. And that's probably true. But you and I both went to the same college. And that we're probably at fault as anybody. We're not flag waving Mount Royal University guys. I'm sorry. Uh, there's no football team. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I went to Mount Royal Hockey last year because the U of R Cougars were in town as the visiting team. So it's 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 not a thing in Canada. No, it's just it's, not. It's it's the U.S. thing, and you know you hit it right. Like you you will carry that. Uh, badge of honor till the day you die and people will their tickets to their kids and you know again going back to why these games are so huge right so and and it's the purity of it as well right the players don't get paid so they're playing for what's next look at some of the plays down there that's fantastic name it name image likeness that's changed uh, Tom Cochran will be with us potentially in this segment. We got a word from the folks at Gray Eagle Event Center that he is running about 10 minutes late, the rock legend. And the thing is, I was saying earlier that people were blowing up my phone with, can you get a message to Tom about this? Can you ask him about that? And it's, uh, I'll do what I can. Let's put it that way. Better yet, buy a ticket and come to the concert tonight. I've seen him before. And I don't know how many concerts this gentleman may have put on, Lee. I don't. A lot. But his throat was shot. It was in the show lounge at Casino Regina. And that would suck. Ian Tyson, same thing. I mean, the show must go on, right? Yeah. But we know he's 100% for tonight. Are you and I going to rock out? Uh, yeah. Tonight? After I get back from the Seven Chiefs Arena and watching the Calgary Hitmen take on the Medicine Hat Tigers, I'll be going to that game. There is a lot going on in this town. Always. 
You never told me that. Oh, man. Well, everything, you look at what's going on. You've got the Wranglers moving here now. You've got a lot of, you know, life's opening back up, right? So, or it has opened back up. So there's so much going on. Well, every night, concerts. You can find something to do in this city every night of the week. Yeah, well, the sense that I'm told and I'm seeing is that, yeah, people want to get out of the house and they want to go to things. But this takes me back to college football games for like that walk-off win for Tennessee over Alabama a couple weeks ago. People still talking about that on both sides of the border. Oh. Off on the top of the, you know, as you saw, they took down the uprights and went and threw them in the river. Them away. Yeah, but the, for the sake of our U.S. listeners and viewers, you have to understand what it was like in Canada for a long time, like two years. Some guy said to me recently, I talked to so many people, I can't remember. you think I would write it down. But he goes, it sucks so bad watching TV. I'm at home wearing a mask, and I can't leave, and I'm watching 100,000 people at a college football game in the States. Doesn't make any sense. What's going on? Yeah. So yeah. fortunately, I think we're out of that. Oh, here we go. Ryan O'Radio, my spirit brother from WQEE 99.1, the key down in Metro Atlanta, he's written in, and he says, rock stars are not late. They are always on rock star time. LOL, which is on time. See, that's why I've never really been the biggest music guy. Now, I used to be a DJ, play a couple of instruments, but music wasn't necessarily ever really my thing. I mean, most concerts you go to do start on time. I don't know about that. Well, I've been to so many, and I've been to a lot, and they always start it late. Well, I remember going to Sir Paul McCartney at Taylor Field not that long ago, within the last 10 years. He was like over an hour late, and I'm, I was thinking, he's old. Why is he late? And then I realized they couldn't get everybody into the stadium, so he was gracious enough to delay the start time of the concert. I thought that was pretty cool. Hey, what's... hey? What's your, your all-time favorite? George Strait, stop. Yeah. You have to ask? The king of country music. Yours? Um, I've got two. One with the Stones. I, I sat row one for the Stones. I saw them. Um, and another when I was in Vegas. And uh, the Violent Femmes. If you remember the Violent Femmes. Yes. It was at the pool deck at the Palms. There was about 500 people. And it was this intimate, hey... The Violent Femmes. Ladies and gentlemen, that's watching or listening right now, television, radio, or streaming, right in with the greatest concert you ever attended. Uh, I was on stage for George Strait, 2010, Craven Country Jamboree. On stage, dude. Well, that uh, trumps me. The, the uh, Craven people made it a special effort. They knew that he was my guy. I've been in the fan cl his fan club since I was 10. Um, and I've seen him three times, but once in Dallas... Craven, and then in Regina. Back, do you remember they used to do two shows? Lee, are you old enough no. to remember? They used to do two shows. And George Strait in 1986 couldn't sell out both shows, so they combined them into one. Well, Can you believe that? Yeah, Did that I, ever happen? Well, I remember, um, you know, being in Sastel Center and Garth Brooks. Uh, I, you know, I'm, I, was in, I was in the room with the, the management of Sastel Center and they sold 90,000 tickets in just over an hour. Garth Brooks was on the phone and, you know, because that's a rocket up there, you know. And so they actually had to turn the building over. 
Um, they, they had nine shows in six days, which uh, was amazing. Wow. So Right. Well, here's the difference between sports and entertainment. Like, when <laughs> I never forget, whether it be a Rough Riders training camp, the pro football team I was the voice of for 20 years, or, you know, we would have these camps down in Florida. If I showed up five, ten minutes late, I won't say who the GM was. You could guess if you wanted to. He'd look at me, look at his watch, and then look at me. You know what I mean? And, of course, oh. I would yell at him, I don't work for you! And you wonder why we don't speak anymore. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? That's sports. It is sports. But I used to always have a rule if you were late, you had to bring me a coffee. Is that right? That was your rule? Um, from Kevin the Medium, he says, Summer Sunday at the old Empire Stadium. Hart headlined it. LRB? Who's that? Little River Band. Okay. Ah, have you heard about the Lonesome Loser? Okay, I get it. I'm sorry. I didn't know the abbreviations. I love GS. How about that? George Strait. My cousin Christine says, Super Tramp at the center of the arts. Randy from Winnipeg says, Pink Floyd. In old Winnipeg Stadium. Craig in Calgary says, on the field in Seattle for you too. That would be pretty cool. Jennifer from the Four Seasons says, best concert, Metallica with Godsmack. Yeah, not my thing, but that's okay. We can all get along. I'm a country guy. Uh, Reds Dunlop says, the Foo Fighters, September 2002 in Minneapolis. I, I like to get people thinking, right, on what's the best show you ever saw. Yeah, there's so many. Yeah. Like, so many. And U2, a oh, couple of great U2 concerts I've been to. Here you go, John Ohm says, Red Rider at the Center of the Arts in the 90s was a great show. Thanks, Tom. From Jeff the Stamps fan, he writes in and says, is Tom Cochran really coming, Rod? Well, the CFL said he is. John joking. Where's the drum beat on that? Tom, if you're in the house, report to the stage bar. <laughs> well, let's take a time out and come back and we'll see. Nothing, nothing here. Nothing yet. <laughs> we'll be back in a moment. It is uh, the RP show. And we're on Game Plus Television, YouTube, live in WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. New York Fries is a proud member of the Calgary community. And to give back, they're hosting free public skating opportunities at ice rinks around Calgary. Open to families and the general public in support for Kids Sport Calgary. Visit FamilySkateYYC.com for a full list of times and locations. Presented by New York Fries. Flying now, and I said, here we go. All right, we're back live. Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. The event center is the place to be tonight. Tom Cochran performing, kicking off an Alberta weekend. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, we do have the rock legend with us here at the stage bar. Gray Eagle, Tom, yeah, thanks brother. for showing up, man. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. Man. How's your day going on, game day? The day's good. Game day is busy, you know. Uh, as we were talking about off air, I've been driving across the country. And everybody should do that a few times. I've done it hundreds <laughs> of times, but... Only a 
handful of times on my own. And uh, it's been quite the experience. Harrowing sounds. Well, we ran into a bit of snow uh, <laughs> west of, of Swift Current, like mm-hmm. we were talking about. And so, uh, but it's been, you know, I just love this country and I love driving across it. It's one of the great um, blessings of what I do is I get to see the country a lot and get to know the people from one end, you know, from Newfoundland all the way out to to Vancouver Island. Of course, to me, I'm a prairie boy, so on, and Alberta has been my, you know, feels like my de facto home. Yeah, you know, me too. The gal I'm with now is Albertan, and it's uh, it's been so supportive of uh, of me and the band over the years, Red Rider. Can I ask you, though, about your U.S. imprint? Because we're on the radio in Atlanta, and the guy running the ship down there, Ryan, wrote, he goes, Tom's not... Late, he's on rock star time. They're all aware of you down there, too. How many shows you done down there over the decades? Uh, oh, shit. hundreds, Thou- thousands, yeah. thousands. I mean, but but America, like, let's be candid here. You know, uh, I'm semi retired, or maybe, yeah, sounds never, like it's 17 you, shows in 20 days. You, well, we're gonna do 45 shows before the end of the year from April, from when things open up. But I really don't, you know, the last shows I did there, we did New York, Boston, Chicago, um, the wineries, you know, and they're, they're, they're great little venues, they're great little theaters. Um, uh, New York Winery, Boston, and Chicago, and they're all affiliated, and I think they've opened up a bunch more. But I really don't, don't need to go down there these days. I mean, obviously, I get a ton of radio support and, and Hi to my friends in Atlanta, and, and you know, because you guys helped Lunatic Fringe break. It was one of the breakout markets for Fringe back with Red Rider, and um, so I get enough up here. You know, yep. we'll go down, we'll do the occasional gig, usually closer to the border, upstate New York, and then maybe uh, north part of Washington and all that. But um, but this this is enough. And coming out of COVID, I had some obligations prior to COVID that we had to carry on with, and. Um, so we added those to a bunch more shows. So um, probably next year there'll be, I'll maybe do 30 through the whole year. Right. Uh, corporates included. So, I mean, that's, and that's enough for me. I really, I enjoy still writing and, you know, I got some songs that I got to get off my chest and we're going to release Neruda Plus next year uh, on vinyl. Uh, so we'll probably tour that and play majority of the songs off Neruda plus obviously add you know, there's going to be some live stuff. There's live from the Trocadero in Philadelphia and things like that off on the record. And that'll be on the vinyl. But we'll also add a couple of supplementary new tracks to the vinyl. So that's, I think, uh, I think people enjoy that. And I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that because Neruda is a favorite record I ever made, you know, in terms wow. of as a writer, as a body of work. So I love that record. But I got to ask you about, obviously, Mad Mad World. And Tom, I'm a huge right. Letterman fan. So I got to ask if they, like yeah. the greatest day of your life it, f- it felt like it was for me was Letterman coming out to the front of the stage and opening his monologue with you know what I'm just going to say yeah. Paul, life is life a is highway yeah. I want to ride it all night I was like yeah my jaw was on the floor yeah. what did that do for your career or had you had huge moments before that yeah I had huge moments I mean like, that and Jay Leno I mean I've been yeah. on Jay Leno three times and uh, your song let, was number one in the world at the time. Like, yeah, what did that feel yeah, like? Yeah, it was it was incredible. I mean, the song yeah. is a tour de force. They just got this uh, cultural impact award from SoCan, who are the people that yeah. collect our money for us as artists, um, because of the impact that Life's a Highway's had. So it's almost uh, it's a sign. That it's, you know, people come up to me and say, you know, 
I mean, pissed off Rascal Flatts stole the song from me. I said, I wish they'd steal some more. I love those guys. <laughs> and they helped put a lot of tanks of gas in the tour bus. Right. So it's, it's, yeah. uh, and pay for a house in Austin and stuff like that. So, I mean, it, it's, I've been very blessed and very lucky. And that song is, um, that song is a song that keeps giving and it, and it makes people happy. We bring a lot of joy through our shows. Mm-hmm. So that song alone is, is to me, um, that song that, that just lights everybody up and the energy you get back from the audience is, is phenomenal. So uh, it's just a real pleasure to be the, the excuse the pun, the vehicles to deliver that, that message and that positive conduit, energy. Conduit, same yeah. word, yeah. And it's yeah. funny because my phone's been blowing up, Tom, since the viewers saw you were coming on, and Rich Sutter called me. And he goes, you got to ask Tom if he remembers playing on a balcony in Kelowna at Bob Bourne's golf tournament. Yeah, I sure do. Big league. You said it hadn't been released yeah. yet, and you played it acoustic yeah. for him. And by the way, so Letterman, the first time in Letterman, we did Big League. And I'm talking to the, the band to my right, and of course, he comes out, and I swing around, I hit him in the gut with the, uh, the guitar <laughs> yeah. stock. I don't know if you ever saw that, and he doubles no, over. No, I, I don't and remember that. I was still stunned. Uh, but no, the Bob Bourne tournaments, man, we had to, I played in about five of them. Uh, my, my good friend Rick Montgomery uh, kind of set set that up and was was the conduit for having me out there so Kelowna is just an amazing place I mean that whole the whole interior you know uh, Kamloops as well and I just love it I'm enjoying doing gonna enjoy doing these shows in Cranbrook and and trail just acoustically with with Bill Bell but but yeah say hi to him I were and and everybody at uh, that used to come out to the Bob Bourne there were great tournaments up there in Gallagher's Canyon and and uh, we did raise a lot of money for charity and it was the Islander guys it was a lot of the all the Islander you know, they were hot and, then. Yeah, Clark Gillies <laughs> right, yeah. and and yeah. all those guys came out. It was great, Butch and everything, everybody. Yeah. Oh, that was a great time. But, but I got to yeah. say, Tom, it is a it's obviously an honor. Anybody interviews you, it's an honor for them. But for me, thirty plus years calling games in the CFL and junior hockey, your songs yeah. were always echoing in the arenas. And when, when, right. when we won, they'd play Victory Day. So it, you're associated with good feelings. How does that feel? Like there's like a sports theme yeah. through your it's almost musical career. I, you know, it's and it's funny because. You know, it's professional sports are still playing a lot of the because uh, they're good rewind stuff, right? Yeah, the, the classic stuff. So uh, great songs. I mean, stand the test of time, right? And they they impact people. I mean, we get a lot of, especially in the festivals in the summer, a lot of kids coming out to the shows, um, and obviously they've been indoctrinated, indoctrinated through the music by radio play, you know. But uh, but their parents and their and their brothers and sisters, and so it's 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 pretty cool when I hear my. I heard it on the at the end of the Leafs game, the one they won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. They haven't they hadn't won yeah, in a yeah. while, but Philly, at the yeah. end of the game the other night. What they play? Big league or uh, no? It was, it was Life's a Highway. Life? Yeah, but big league really? used to yeah, big league, and I'd still have to defer to uh, Stomp and Tom though with, with the ultimate hockey classic song. hockey song. But I think big league in terms of message and storyline is is uh, on a different level than that. John in Edmonton wants to know who your favorite NHL team is and CFL team. Oh, um, I'm in Calgary. I get, but <laughs> I'd like to see a Canadian team win the Cup. I'm going to try to be diplomatic here, but Oilers are looking really good. I, I You know, that, that friggin' New Jersey team is amazing. Flying. Just this team. I'm not a New Jersey fan, but they are incredible. Might become one, yeah. They, they look like, the, like a souped-up junior uh, world champion team. That's what they looked like the other night, playing the Oilers. And the Oilers played well, but they they had a bit of a lapse for seven seconds there, and that cost them the game. So I'd say the Oilers, I like the Leafs. I mean, I'm a late kind of 
I, I joined the bandwagon late with the Leafs, like probably 20 years ago. Okay. And uh, I got to admit, I see Nazim Kadri's a good friend. So uh, I remember his dad going to, telling the story of the Golden Mail. He's going to the hospital, and he played big league all the way. My boy's going to play in the big league. And uh, that really impacted me. Major I, I, it gives me chills now, you know, because, yeah. because uh, you know, they were immigrants, family, and, and, and to them they wanted to be great Canadians. Part of it was, was being, was my boy's going to be a hockey player. I'm going to, you know, and look, look at him now. Look what he's oh, doing for the Flames. Stanley Cup champion, too. Yeah. My last question for you. you, have you are you familiar with the Great Cup halftime controversy right now that we're 16 days from the game and they haven't named a halftime act? No, and by the way, I've got to say the Bombers. Being a Manitoba. Oh, of course. I figured. Um, I grew up watching Leo Lewis and Kenny Plain, and it's a lot of still legends. You probably don't even remember. That. I just know there's a statue of Kenny Plain in front yeah, of the stadium. Yeah, That's all I've yeah, seen yeah, in Kenny Plain. Yeah. But 1994 Great Cup. The halftime act was a guy named Tom Cochran, one of the greatest ever. BC Lions, Lupus Aglia, last second field goal to beat Baltimore, right? Yeah, it was amazing. Your set list was one song. Yeah. Life is a I highway. we played a couple songs. What says, okay, Wikipedia. I thought says we, we played four. Song. Probably. Yeah, I thought we played four. That must have been cool. And that was indoor. That was very cool. Yeah. That was, that was a first and only. That's what uh, I'm, I'm going through this. Great cup with an American team. Was it? Uh, well, the next year, Baltimore won oh, in Baltimore. Regina That's over. Right, yeah. yeah, of course. But it was your one and only. Yeah. Great Cup. Yeah. Well, no, we played Great Cups. We did. No, no we didn't. Like do. a game? Um, no, I get confused. The internet we, isn't always right, I, No, I know. No, we've done a lot of <laughs> CFL. Uh, but a, we've done a bunch of halftime shows. Uh, you know, Regina, Edmonton. We opened the season last year. Was it last year or the year before? Last year. Yeah, that was. Uh, and, and Winnipeg, we've done a couple. So I get confused which ones were. It's all good. But football works perfectly for concerts yeah. at halftime. It's perfect. Yeah. You know? So listen, I promised your guy we'd let you get out. I'll see you tonight. Okay, brother. Thanks good. for the time. Yeah, come I on back. It. Come all right. On back. Well, we will. Good. Absolutely. Tom okay. Cochran, the great. Good to see you. Thank good you. to see you. Nice to meet you. Thanks for everything. Hey, everything. My, my pleasure. Thank you. We'll be right back with Viewer Takeover. It's the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. Okay, here we go. We're back for the final time this week. How about that? And our COO, Lee Genier, has joined us. And I got to go back and think who would be the most famous guest on the RP show. I think we just had him. I think we just had him, Lee Genier. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is ranks up there. I mean, we've had a lot, so... Well, and I'll, yeah, we have. But I want to thank Sheldon and the crew from Gray Eagle Event Center, Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, for lining up Tom Cochran. And I'm, I don't BS, right? You've known me a long time. I don't BS. People may not like what I say, but at least you know it's coming from here. That was emotional for me. That was good. Like Probably was, for you meeting him, too. Same yeah. Thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, we had a great chat there about some mutual friends we have. So. It was beauty. Um, hey, guys and gals. By the way, we've got text messages coming in here from this Calgary area on the 902 line. So uh, people that are guaranteeing they'll go to the, con uh, the concert if they win the contest. So, yeah. Uh, Jack and Vulcan says, I first started watching. Oh, that's a football question. 
don't know, are we flipping back to uh, to football here, or are we going to talk entertainment for a Let's while? Let's talk entertainment. <laughs> That's okay. our encore for the day. Yes. Uh, like I say, viewer takeover. I'm going to stay out of the 902 text. And that's for our staff to pick a winner. But like I say, there's a gentleman in Airdrie that guarantees that he'll go. John Ohm in Winnipeg says, does this top Don Cherry, Rod? I will say this. Historically, probably no. I mean, I'm a, I'm a Don Cherry guy. But I, I was disappointed that Grapes, he did it over the phone when he did it. I would have liked to have had him do video. But he's 88. My dad wouldn't have been able to do that. And I remember when Cherry came on, I'm not sure if you're watching, he's like, hey, Darren, hey, Rod, how are you? Like, he was deadly. And that just tells you, I think, is that a Canadian thing? Nice yeah, people? I think nice so. people? Yeah, absolutely. Look how, how gracious Tom was. Um, I worked with Grapes on a, on a few projects back in the day. It was always gracious. So, Yeah, I mean, they're not jerks. None of them are jerks. And I'll say it again about, you know, Tiger Williams. Back in the day, I said, you know, all these guys that come through, I do sports banquets with, they're such good guys. Like yeah. I'd rattle off a million names and Tiger goes, the good guys are the guys that A, last. If you're a jerk, you don't, you shouldn't really last. And two, they're the guys that are out doing it. He goes, the jerks want to stay home. So what your, one of your funnest nights out, give me that. How do you mean? You know, with the, you know, you celebrity sports star, one of your icons. Oh, I'm not good at. On the spot. You know, I'd have to take a couple because <laughs> I've had quite a few. Uh, well, Michael Irvin at Super Bowl wasn't bad. Does that count? Oh, absolutely. Oh. You? You've had a lot. I have a lot, yeah. Me and Gordy Howe getting drunk at the Westin downtown. How about that? See, well, and here's the thing, by the way. Michael Irvin, team recovery. Me, right. team recovery. He's sitting there pounding Diet Cokes like it's his job. The playmaker at Super Bowl just last year. So, <laughs> don't, I'm not sitting here looking down my nose at anybody. Believe me, I got a million stories that we could never tell on the air. Yeah. That's yeah. a fact. For me, too. But Lee's stories are all, I can't tell you on the... They're just about all like that. No? Uh, hey, hey, what happens... Off camera stays, stays off, off camera. camera. John, um, he's got all the great questions today. Is it, have you met Jerry Jones yet, Rod? Yes, I have, but that wasn't anything special. I was getting a tour of Cowboys Stadium, and he came out and shook everybody's hand, but that was nothing. I didn't sit down and talk to him like some of these other guys. There's not too many guys that I haven't met. Met George Strait, you know? Would love to meet Letterman. You said you're a huge Letterman fan, too. Oh, yeah, man. I was... I started watching Letterman. I had the Letterman shirt. He was iconic. I think I was, yeah, just just like me going. You know, I would have been my teen years. So same with me. Huge college. Uh, just huge. sprinkling a couple comments here. Carlos in Indianapolis says another fastest two hours of the day gone away. Great coffee table conversation, everyone. From Wayne in Victoria, Canadians are generally gracious people. From what I've heard from people that aren't Canadian, fair. But I'm getting treated really well in the United States. And as my good friend, Curtis Hunt, hockey aficionado, says, the brother, the older brother that I didn't need, he said, there's nice people everywhere. You just got to get out and travel around. But to the Letterman thing, I never missed it. 
what did he come on? Eleven o'clock every night? Was it eleven? Yeah, the late. Depending show. on the time change. Yeah, for us I, it stuff. was eleven o'clock. I just yeah. remember. I never missed it. Never. So I remember the night that he came out, and I want to say it was ninety-two or ninety-three. Walked to the front of the stage, stopped, looked at the camera, and just went, "Life is a highway. I want to ride it all night long." And the <laughs> place went insane. In the theater in New York. Yeah. It was Tom Cochran had the biggest song on the freaking globe. And he sat right there 10 minutes ago. Man, we have the best jobs. <laughs> oh, don't we? Uh, from Rhino Radio in Atlanta, he says, another great show, TGIF. Thank you, Ryan, from Rod O Radio. From Jeff the Stamps fan. Go, Stamps, go. Go, Stamps, go. He asks if the BC Lions fans are hiding. No, but I've seen a few of them right into the show. We've read some of their comments that I think John Bender said it. The event of the weekend in Canada is the BC Lions, Calgary Stampeders. Agree or disagree? Yeah, I would agree. I agree. Everybody's watching. They're, they're selling into the upper bowl, which is great to see. Um, you know, they announced Grey Cup there next year. Um, so yeah, that's the game I'm going to be glued to on Sunday. They're rolling the credits. I think we gone, we gone. Um, thank you, Lee. Thank you, Tom Cochran. Thank you, John Bender, our entire crew. We'll see you Monday noon Eastern on game plus TV. Thanks for the great comments and WQEE. Who has more fun than us? (laughs) Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.